what are you going to do about the wasp? Smash the window. <laughs> jump out the window. Get out of there. So just full flight. Full flight, no matter what. You're fucking yeah. out of there. 100%. Welcome to We're All Just Fagant. This is episode 20. Today we're talking about overcoming fear, phobias, and working through high anxiety situations. With us today, we have Dana, Seth, and myself, Blaze. Are you guys jealous of Braylon being at TwitchCon? Because I know I am having massive FOMO. Yeah. No. All the pictures. <laughs> I deliberately decided not to go after booking hotel, and I'm kind of upset about it, but I have MJ BizCon in a month, and I like it just didn't make sense to do both. So I seeing seeing everything is amazing. It's it's amazing. I'm gonna live vicariously through her. You know, honestly, I'm I'm kind of glad I didn't go because seeing how many people Mama Tamago and Braylon are like meeting, I'm like, I don't fucking know anybody on Twitch. There's like <laughs> five people that I think I'd want to see, and four of them didn't go. So, <laughs> oh well, <laughs> I need a network more. I saw so many people that I want to meet on Twitter at TwitchCon, and I'm like, oh. I really wanted to go. Did T.O. end up going? No, she just got back from a trip to Disney. So, Uh, Oh, yeah, I remember seeing her Disney photos. So, yeah, Egg went. I wanted to meet Egg. Same. Um, I'm trying to think who else I saw. There wasn't an overwhelming amount of people. Like, Zach didn't go. Uh, Zach Bussey? I always, like, question if I say his name right. He didn't go. Um, Evan Blair Art didn't go. McQueeb didn't go. Um... It, manic didn't go like and we live in the same state so it's it's okay next year i'll plan for next year i'm definitely going next year i wonder where it's, where it's gonna be next year probably don't san they do diego it in, yeah they do it in san diego every year don't they? oh okay yeah I just it, the one changes. it feels like it yeah the europe Has one does even... change but ours typically is in san diego Oh. Yeah, I mean it's it's probably the best convention center to do it in. But like, even if yeah. it's not TwitchCon, let's just Dana, if you're willing to make that trip. I mean, <laughs> we don't have to do TwitchCon. <laughs> there are way cooler things in the United States we can all go travel and do. Like, guys, we can just go get a fucking cabin up in the middle of beautiful nowhere and just have like individual like hot tub tubs. There's a that bunch are facing like mountains. There's them. there's a bunch of really amazing ones in North Carolina actually, but wouldn't have to do NC. But there's so many. <laughs> I, there's there's way cooler things that we could do than TwitchCon if you're willing yeah. to make that trek out. <laughs> We'd make it worth it. <laughs> it, it, it would. Are you kidding me? Like this would be yes. Could you maybe this like, episode like, will help you work through can. your. Your fear of flying. I mean, <laughs> honestly, I I understand though. Compl- I it's not even that I have a fear of flying. I do have a fear of heights, but like, fuck flying, fuck flying, and I can't even imagine how bad it's gonna be in like ten years. Ugh, it's already terrible. They're just gonna make it worse. I do hope they make like boat travel like more kind of like mainstream like seven days to get to america just seems a bit much you need I like mean, a it faster on the experience. 
we were talking about that for Hawaii because, like, my husband really wants to do, like, this extravagant – like, we didn't really honeymoon. So, he like, he really wants to take me to Hawaii. And I'm like, I'm I'm down. I don't like planes, though. And I was like, is there a boat? Can we take a boat? He's like, you don't you don't want to take a boat. It's 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 like a nine-day boat ride to go to Hawaii. And I, I live basically on the West Coast. <laughs> yeah, nine-day boat trip doesn't sound fun. But there's nothing to see, too, like, on the way, right? And I was, like, reading about it. I think, pretty sure, please don't make me sound like an idiot stuff. Uh, It's the Pacific Ocean? Whatever. The fucking ocean over there. Um, It's not, it's not fun to cross. Apparently. <laughs> I wouldn't know. <laughs> or trains. I mean, I'd be here for trains. Like, we have the, um... The Eurotunnel, like, for getting the train to, like, France and stuff. Like, why don't we just make that, like, a massive one for America? <laughs> um, I think, I think there's a lot of, I think there's a lot of reasons. <laughs> no, just our own personal ones so that I can come to the, you guys <laughs> whenever I, I want. Reason, <laughs> the main reason might be, uh, all the water. There's <laughs> too much water. <laughs> yeah, but, like... We, they did the did the one for the like English Channel, so like it can't that be is a lot shorter of a distance. I feel like I could be totally wrong, but nah, people just what need a... to commit to it. Come on, like come on, guys. <laughs> if we if we start now, like come on. What about flying scares you, Dana, or is it more of an anxiety than a fear? Like I feel like they go hand in hand, but. I don't know. I don't think I'm, like, scared of anything, but I have anxiety about a lot of things. Yeah, it's interesting, like, because I've never flown before, so, like, people, like, how can you be scared of flying if you've never flown? Which, like, I get, but, like, um, I'm, I think the unknown of it, and, like, also the fact that, like, once you're up in the air, you're up in the air. I think yep. as well, it doesn't help that, like, when, when I was young growing up, obviously, there's been a lot of, like, planes falling going wrong you know a lot of that in the media and it gets depicted a lot so that's probably not helped this is my thing it which i i totally get the fear of that but you're more likely to be in a car accident than you are for your plane to you know go down yeah but like i've always been in cars yeah so like it's not unknown to me yeah i definitely get the fear of the unknown I think perhaps if I'd grown up going on planes on holiday and stuff, like, I wouldn't be scared of it because, like, I'd already have done that. Yeah, like, and I mean, that that is my anxiety, exactly, is that once you're up, you're up. It's like mm-hmm. when you're on a roller coaster that you don't want to be on and you can't get off because the roller coaster is going. Um, for me, it's I – don't, I don't get claustrophobic necessarily, but it, it does feel very panicky. So <laughs> I, And I get sick. And I, you know, being ill 30,000 feet in the air is not, not an experience I wish on anyone. It is so uncomfortable. And no one on a plane, like, that I have been on has been, like, kind about it because they're also trapped on a fucking airplane with your fucking throwing up ass. And it's like, I'm sorry, I'm horrible and I feel terrible. There's literally nothing you can do. Like, you just have to be sick next to a total stranger who is absolutely mortified that you are getting sick next to them. How old were you the first time you ever went on a plane? Like six, seven. Okay, so you were young. 
It, I mean, it was supposed to be fun and it used to be more fun, but it's like the older I get, the worse it is. Plus, like, the seats mm. are smaller now. There's less leg room. You're more cramped. It's a very unpleasurable experience. It depends on your pilot if you have, like, smooth landings. I get motion sickness. I just have a, a laundry list of reasons why flying is not for staff. <laughs> I, we're going to drive to Vegas. We're not taking a plane. <laughs> I don't have any problems with planes. I like I don't know how old I was the first time I went on a plane, but my my biggest thing is I get really anxious leading up to it. But yeah. once I'm past TSA and stuff like that, it's smooth sailing for me. I'm chill, no anxiety, just just vibing. <laughs> Why do you have anxiety getting up to the point? Like, it's everyone's harmless. You're not traveling like, you know, drug cartel, right? Because right? I, <laughs> I, I don't know. This is something that I didn't feel until I was older, I guess. But I have anxiety, like, just lines, being on time makes me nervous because, like, I don't want to be late, even though I always leave super early, too. So, like, I'm not going to be late. I'm not going to miss my flight. But the thought of possibly missing it stresses me out. Yeah. And uh, being having to be at the airport, like, five hours before your flight. Just yeah, exactly. Do you think that maybe because now you're older, all that responsibility is on you? Whereas when you were younger, like, your parents would, like be worrying about those things and you just be like turn up on the the like with them i definitely do think it's because like all of it's on me but also i i think the first time i traveled alone on a plane was when i was 13 ish or i was i was pretty young because my parents flew me back from i think chicago or something like that by myself so I, I was, like, kind of thrown into it pretty young. And you would think that that would make it easier for me. I just think, like, as an adult, I'm so much more anxious than I ever was before. You know, I remember flying alone on a plane to go visit my grandmother. And it was a rather enjoyable experience. It was an adventure. I, It's how they treat you. That's what it is. Now, now we're peasants schlepping to our next destination. See, when you're a I... kid, everything's special. Oh, oh, come on on, honey. We got a special seat for you right here. Would you like some cookies? Would you like a little airline pin? <laughs> Fuck yeah, I want a little airline pin. <laughs> I love that shit. No one's special anymore. Damn I... it, I pay enough. I want to be special. Fucking airlines are expensive. They are. And they you charge me for bags. Money. You know mm -hmm. I need bags. What am I just gonna go with this? I it's a it's a scam. I will say my the bags that I have now technically do fit as a carry on, so that does save money. Nice, but it's oh super God. annoying how they like nickel and dime you for every single thing. Everything. We're not gonna get into how bad airlines are. I feel like that is or like specific airlines. I feel like that's a separate story. I a uh, very quick story, derail, and then we will get right back on topic for phobias, fears, and anxieties. 
Um, we so we we were flying to Arizona. We had to bring cat this time. So my husband moved out here. He flew back, and he flew back with me so we could take both animals at the same time. I think I think that's how that happened. We get to the airline, and they're like, "Do you have all of the paperwork showing that you have rabies vaccinations for your cat?" And I'm like, "You never." once told me in the six months that I have been setting this up that I need to provide paperwork for rabies vaccination vaccinations for a cat. What? What? So we're, I'm like in tears nearly. And then something just kind of like clicked in the back of my little cat mom brain. And I'm like, wait a minute, rabies tag is in the box with her nail clippers and there's a piece of paper in there. Maybe that's the piece of paper. That was the piece of paper. That was the one thing that kept me from not missing my flight, literally moving to a new state with my cat. I had no place to live. I had no place to stay. I had no car. <laughs> like That was it. It was getting on that plane and moving to another state. Oh my that, God. I cannot imagine that stress level. That was an experience. Oh my like, God. <laughs> the, way, the way my husband looked at me when I pulled that paper out, I if it were legal, I would have gotten done right there. <laughs> oh my gosh. I was the hero. Yes. <laughs> okay. Anyway, phobias, fears. Feel free to just cut that out. Um, <laughs> Um, so I, I know there's like a massive difference between like being afraid of something and having a phobia. And I, I don't really have a lot to contribute on that topic. I don't think I have a phobia. Like I don't like spiders. It's gotten a lot better over the years. Like I'm still never going to fucking touch one of those goddamn things. But like I can look at a video of a spider on my phone and not like, (laughs) that took a while. That took a while to get to that point. You guys have phobias? Too many, honestly, too many. Uh, Wasps, absolutely terrified of them. If one comes into a room, I cannot be in that room until it's taken out of that room. That's pretty reasonable, though. I feel like I'm the same way. I I never actually thought that I had, like... You know, I never actually would have said, like, oh, Steph is afraid of wasps. No, I'm definitely afraid of wasps. Oh, yeah, I'm afraid of wasps. I leave. I can fuck out. Here, this is your area now. I am so sorry to have intruded. Excuse me. I will see myself out. I did not know you had the room reserved. (laughs) I never opened the windows in my room because if a wasp comes into my room, it's not my room anymore. It's the wasp's room. Enjoy streaming. I've got it all set up for you. Just carry on. At my apartment, (laughs) I... I was taking Mira out one day. This is about wasp and it's short story. But <laughs> I was I was walking out one day and I noticed that there started to be like a wasp looking nest on the wall outside of my apartment and I was like, "Oh no." Because I could I could see the wasp like I could see it like building the nest or whatever you call it. And I ended up playing a maintenance request. And I was like, um, hello, there is a wasp building. Come on. I don't think they ever did anything about it. And I saw it multiple times. And I just kind of stayed to the other side. But I we had, had to pass in it. our back garden. We had one in our back garden. Um, and we had students at the time. So we had to have like signs on our French doors to say, do not open this door. 
there is a wasp nest outside like it was horrible and then like a couple of summers ago a wasp came through the chimney and um my cat Tyler ate it and was sick and I was like ah <laughs> no 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 oh, don't eat God. that no <laughs> Um, so yeah, definitely wasps. I don't really like moths either. I don't I'm like okay. moths. And then they like fly near you, and I'm like, oh, get the fuck away from me! Get away! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anything oh, that flies, I am more than likely afraid of. <laughs> yeah, I mean bees. Um, bees, I'm okay with. I don't like bees. I mean, yeah, which is bees. very ironic considering my <laughs> username. <laughs> But I don't really like bees. I respect them, but I don't really like them. Yeah, like, I don't want them in my space. But, like, if I saw one yeah. outside, I'd be like, okay, just carry on. I'll just Yeah, exactly. If I see a wasp out when I'm outside, I'm like, oh, fuck, I've got to get out of here now. Like, I've, I've got to fucking go. Because he might come yeah. over to me and see, then I I'm, I'm cannot be here. The bees are important. The wasp, they can, they can F off. <laughs> They're just, like angry little like evil yes, things with pointy are. sharp killing things i mean probably not killing but they could i, suppose, I think i they, actually had determination i think i one day looked up like what the purpose of wasp was and there's like no purpose nothing, nothing. <laughs> there's like, nothing good nothing. about them <laughs> legit that that's that's legit i <laughs> I don't know if I've ever been stung. It, yeah, like bugs. I haven't. So, so I got I gotta ask. Like, other is it the fear of getting stung? Is it that they're scary looking? <laughs> um, for me, it's definitely um. I guess getting stung. Like, I've never been stung before, but I don't like. Also, don't really want to be stung either. Like, it's not you know on my to do list for for my life. Um, it's not on my bucket list to be stung by a wasp in my life. And also, how many times is it going to sting you? Like, like a bee, if it stings you, it's done, like, after one time. But a wasp, it, unlimited times that it can sting you. How many times do you want to sting me? Oh, you know, just when I get tired, I guess, I'll stop. Like, my friend had a, a wasp come up, you know, those floaty sleeves. One came up her sleeve, stung her a whole bunch of times because it couldn't get out. Oh, my God. oh no, thank you. <laughs> I just, yeah, I, I don't want to be stung. I've been stung by a yellow jacket while I was playing soccer, but I haven't ever been stung by a bee or a wasp. Yeah, stinging nettles are bad enough, <laughs> let alone an actual thing that's going to fly at me and sting me. Yeah. No, I'm good. I just just fuck bugs. Just I'm good with bugs. <laughs> and moths can't even like sting me. I just don't like them. Like I just, I just don't like things flying in my face. I guess they're just so, like furry and weird looking. Sorry, quick rant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, so like, if you can't leave the situation, what do you do to temper your anxiety if you're faced with one of these fears? Um, if it's a wasp, I leave the room. If it's a moth, I get my cat to come in the room and eat it. So what if you can't leave and there's a wasp in the room? How would you deal with that process of emotion? Oh, no, I, I leave either way. Like one time I was having a barbecue with my family. A wasp came near us, just left my plate, just ran into the house. And I was like, I'm just going to be here now. Sorry, guys. Not going <laughs> to 
not going to be with you guys anymore. There's, there's no, there's never been an, a moment where I've never left the area and said someone needs to deal with this because I can't. Okay, so let's someone pretend. puts you in a room with one window that has a tiny hole in it that doesn't open otherwise that only a wasp can fit into and there are no doors and there are no other ways out of this room. It's a very soft room, so you're not going to hurt yourself if you, like, run. Um, what are you going to do about the wasp? Smash the window. <laughs> jump out the window. Get out of there. So just full flight. Full flight no matter what. You're fucking yeah. out of there. 100%. I... <laughs> If I was in that same situation, I would probably just pretend like it doesn't exist. I would try. But more than likely, my mind would be completely on it and I would not be able to get out of my head. Did I tell you guys I once got a detention because in year three, a wasp came into the classroom and I hid under the table um, because there was a wasp in the room? (laughs) They came near me. I was like, no, fucking no. I am under this fucking table. Yeah, okay. I, I would definitely say your fear of wasps is definitely a phobia. Yeah. It sounds like, and not a just a normal fear. Yeah. I mean, but at least I'm he- like dealing with it in a healthy way, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> that is what's happening. Yeah. <laughs> so, yes. smaller fears. How do you overcome them? I breathe. It's breathing. Breathing is key. Um, sometimes, most of the time, all the time. It's actually all the time, guys. Every fucking single time I have this anxiety, it's it's like, it's fine. It's literally for nothing. Um. It's just, it's all built up in my own head, right? And there's no reason for it. So, like, normally it's because I'm very self-conscious about, like, what other people are going to think. And then I'm like, oh, my God, they're watching me. And then I just crumble and it's terrible. But, like, you have to normalize it. That Like, I feel like exposure therapy done correctly is really the best way to get through things that give you anxiety. Now, I'm not saying go stick your fucking hand in a thing of spiders, but I'm saying if maybe you worked with spiders a little bit more, Steph, you wouldn't be so afraid of them. I really fucking hate the way they move. Like, it it, it tweaks me. It gives me the ick. I'm good. Um, so we're, we're good on that. But, like, public speaking or – giving a presentation at work or going to a party or going to industry events or just like getting outside of your comfort zone. That's good. That means you're growing. Get get comfy with that uncomfort. I find it so funny because when I was younger, I used to be this like super outgoing person that didn't care about anything like talent shows. I like wanted to be in them. I wanted to be like get all this attention and then I got to like high school and I'm like oh forget this I don't want anything to do with any of this people don't look at me (laughs) see I've always been like this but like recently in the last kind of like three-ish years I've been coming out of my shell more like 
Like, um, I used to be, like, terrified of answering the phone. I think because my mom was always like, don't answer the phone if you're home alone. Don't answer the phone. Don't answer the door. Don't talk to people. So if the doorbell goes, I'm better now because most of the time if the doorbell goes, it's either the post, something I want, or it's um, a takeaway. So <laughs> I'm quite happy to open the door. Or I just say, my mom's not home because I look like a child, even though I'm 24. Um, <laughs> so, you know, I can just get around everything. But the phone call was, like, a really weird fit thing for me because, like, no one really phones you anymore. Like, it's not a thing. Like, text me, WhatsApp me, message me on Discord. Like, who's going to call me? But, like, at work, I have to call people all the time. So I think, like, the exposure of, like, just having to do it and being, like, well, I don't have a choice, so I kind of have to call this person Help me kind of get over my phobia of – well, not phobia, but, like, fear of, like, answering the phone, dealing with phone calls and stuff um so now if I get like a random phone call from somebody like I had one the other day from the doctors um I answered the phone and it was fine everything was fine so take your power back I I like I I used to have the same anxiety with like answering the phone and it's like what's the worst thing that could possibly happen you deliberately hang up on them and say the call (laughs) how would they know (laughs) exactly (laughs) they will know you have all the power just gaslight the fuck out of him like you're fine. It's, I mean, <laughs> I, definitely, I don't know what you're talking about. You hung up on me. <laughs> I don't have a fear of picking up the phone, but I do have a fear of calling for, like, doctor's appointments and stuff like that. Why? And usually, I, I don't know. Like, play, I, play I a role. truly don't know. <laughs> play your mom making it a fucking appointment for you. You know, you know what I mean? Play your, play your you know, like, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. I had to make an appointment the other day and um sorry, lost my train of thought. Um I had to make a <laughs> dentist appointment the other day and I literally just had to force myself to call. Finding an alternative sometimes works too, but it doesn't get you comfy with the thing that's making you uncomfy. So, I mean, email, chat, make your husband do it (laughs) i was so mad i i've tried emailing them multiple times to set an appointment and they never got back to me every yeah because what kind of fucking weirdo makes an appointment via email (laughs) no it was an option it it was actually an option and they never got back so i was like well it looks like i'm gonna have to call Oh my god. It's okay. But to it's be okay fair, if it's scuffed though, you know? Just uh, do a scuff phone call. If they've got the option though, like for instance, when I wanted my ADHD like assessment stuff like sorted, like I just went through their like online form thing and did it that way to my doctors and I was like, bet. Now they can get to it whenever. I'm not sat on the phone for hours. It does make life a bit easier when like you're busy at work or something like being able to just email or like message whenever you can like phone calls I feel like are slowly or should slowly be like becoming extinct really there is a time and a place for a phone call like if it's too much to put into a text message and it's not appropriate for an email like it's too casual for an email that's when I pick up the phone but like it's it's very rarely in like my actual real life um, outside of work that I want to make phone calls to people unless I'm driving. I do a lot of phone calls when I'm driving and I'll just like call a random person like, hey, what are you doing? They're like, nothing. 
Damn. Like, oh, I'm just driving. You know, I was going to text you, but I'm driving. So I figured I'd just call you. And then sometimes they talk to me and sometimes they're like, don't fucking call me. And I'm like, okay, I'll talk to you later. <laughs> I, I didn't have that function in my car. So. <laughs> I just do it on my phone. Just put the phone on speaker. Oh, I can't hear very, like, because you've got, like, the noise of the car, like, you know, it's hard. I think it's just my phone. It's got the speakers on the front. I kind of like it. Ooh. But no, I, I do do it through my car, but, like, sometimes it doesn't work. So, uh, hands-free is for sure the way to People go. can't hear me. Like, I had to answer a call once. Like, my phone was on the AUX call because I was listening to music, so I just slid like answer and like I could hear my manager really easily but he could not hear me whatsoever <laughs> probably because the ox was plugged in right maybe. maybe yeah I have like no idea I was just like yeah I'll, I'll unlock the door <laughs> I feel like there's a special cable for that has anyone actually got, um, gotten over a phobia before I mean I'm a marketing director and I don't like to socialize so that's something I guess I don't I just like the thing that kind of just clicks in my brain is just like if they can do it why can't I like and most everyone that you encounter in the workplace is faking their job so it's how on earth would they possibly know how would they know I how would they know I I don't know. I don't know. It's it's it doesn't always work. Like I get anxiety going to industry parties. I drug my husband to one the other weekend, and I'm we're just like both like, why do I have anxiety right now? It's like, what's the worst thing that's gonna happen at this party? So I will say, with having an, a legitimate anxiety disorder, I do not like to stand, and that is my biggest trigger for having a panic attack and just like straight up passing out on the spot. Um, I need to have a chair everywhere. I need to know that there is a chair that if I need to sit down, I can sit down. If I don't have a chair, I panic even more. And I haven't really found a remedy for that because like the problem is I need to sit. Sometimes I just sit on the floor. Sometimes I'm just fucking weird and I just sit on the ground, but it's it's less embarrassing sitting on the ground, scrolling your phone, acting like you're just a little bit too baked um, or, you know, just like not really interested in the conversation than just straight passing out. That's it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. what about an emotional support chair that you just take with you everywhere you go? Some venues don't let you have them. So I, I, I have tried to bring like one of those folding backpack chairs and like oh, concerts yeah. and stuff. A lot of them don't let you bring them in. That's sucky. It is. So my husband, the amazing fucking man that he is, um, I remember, I don't remember who we went to go see, but he specifically found a spot. It was, it was a, it was a water heater, like a radiator. And he's like, you can sit on this if you need to. And if this is too uncomfortable for you, we'll go find somewhere else. Or he will always buy tickets at concerts with seats. Like, he knows, he knows this is how I am. Like lines, I fucking hate lines. It is so much standing and waiting and then I feel panicked and then you can't sit down because you have to keep the line moving and then you have like 40 people looking at you. It's awful. Um, my whole goal in life is to just not pass out as much as possible. It's a nice goal. <laughs> it's happened too many times for comfort. It's happened at work. So I was waiting on a patron and I had a stool at the time, but the stool was not helping. Like I was actively passing out. And all I could think in my head is like, I just need to get someone to come and take care of this customer. And then I can like go work reception or something for 20 minutes and like collect myself. So I was like, 
I don't remember what exactly I said to the guy. It must have just looked like me just walking away. I'm sure that's what that experience was. And then he saw me walk out from behind the counter. I got all the way to the door to swipe my card to get out into the lobby area. And I passed out. And I woke up with my general manager over me. He's like, are you okay? I'm like, get me off of the sales floor now, now, (laughs) right now, off the sales floor. Get me off. Let's go. Just scan the card. (laughs) Sat at my desk. No, anxiety attacks suck. Uh, I, I don't, I'm sure medication would fix that, but I'm not really into pharmaceuticals. It's not really my thing. No, I totally get that. I I also am very much like that. I prefer like natural, more natural ways for sure. Mm -hmm. I I think I feel like a lot of it is is like self work, right? So Mm -hmm. if maybe if I exercised and I ate properly and I built up like leg strength, it wouldn't be such a burden to stand for longer periods of time. But I don't actually know that because I'm a potato. so we're we're gonna try. That's the goal, I guess. Uh, other other than that, you just it just try to make sure that you have like your creature comforts where you can. And I no longer really feel embarrassed just being like, I need to sit down, and then I sit down, and then I'm fine. And I mean, my husband knows. Like we were walking around the fish store yesterday, and I was like, I need to sit down. He's like, You need to sit. We need to go. And I'm like, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, never, never be embarrassed to to get the things that you need because like that's not what exposure therapy is, right? That's just that's just feeding. <gasps> Thank you. I'm gonna marry that guy. He just brought me a smoothie, <laughs> and he took the fucking sticker off the top because I couldn't. I I'm yeah, not the brightest. <laughs> I hate when they put stickers on the top. Oh my gosh. If you're gonna put a fucking sticker on can you not make it like clear can, can mm-hmm. you because it just looked like the top of the cup was patterned and i thought y'all just had some marketing dollars that's it <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my god so funny. i had a really big phobia of um dogs when i was younger um my my mom uh took me to her friend's house and i had food in my pocket and the dog just went for me um and attacked me um like and I'm for it's an unfortunate situation like the dog was being abused so like like I have no ill feelings towards that dog at all like I, I, there's no bad dogs as bad owners and that's what I 100% truly believe um and always have believed but unfortunately to a young child <laughs> who gets attacked dogs are kind of scary <laughs> um yeah. And so, like, for ages, I was just, like, terrified of dogs, apart from my auntie's dog, because, like, I, um, her dog was, like, the same age as me, so, like, we'd always, like, I'd grown up with her dog, um, but, like, in general, like, I was terrified of dogs, and my, one of my mom's friends, when I was, um, probably, like, 10, 10, 11, maybe, um, had this, this gorgeous German Shepherd, like, so lovely, um and was so gentle so good with kids and everything she trained her so that like if one of the kids was like annoying it or like you know went near its food or whatever like it did not snap it did not bark it did not do anything she also told her kids off if they ever did anything like that but it was just kind of like a just in case to make sure the dog never went for the kids and the dog never did it was perfect um and like slowly 
she introduced me to the dog like when I first came over the dog was in the kitchen and then slowly slowly like I like she brought the dog out to me the dog never jumped at me never came over like when like without me seeing like you know like didn't didn't creep up on me while I was looking away or anything and like very slowly like learning this dog was gentle and stuff like I got over my fear of dogs through that dog um for sure and that like that kind of exposure to the dog being like calm and gentle and like not jumping off me not barking at me not like you know scaring me <laughs> was really helpful for sure my my parents and I went through a very similar situation with my cousins. My cousins were, like, absolutely terrified of dogs. And my parents, um, they trained their, the dog that they have currently. They trained it very young to be, like, very chill around small kids and stuff like that. Because, like, he's a really, really big dog. So they had to make sure at a very young age that he did not jump or do anything like that because he's like 110 pounds. He's a big boy. So they really made sure that he was super gentle and stuff like that. And it took a while, but my cousins, like, last time I went home and they were there, they were so good with him. They were, like, playing with him and stuff like that, which was, like totally different because the first time they were ever around him they were like screaming they were terrified of him like if he even looked at them they were bothered by it even though he wasn't doing anything wrong so people like your parents and um the woman with the other dog I love I love people like that (laughs) Just, just being able to take some time to like you know someone's terrified but they're gonna come anyway just to take that time and be like hey this isn't scary like this dog's really nice and look how lovely and soft and fluffy they are (laughs) honestly I am so thankful because dogs are so cute and I just want to give them all the cuddles as long as their owners are okay with it and um yeah okay sometimes I flinch a little bit when a dog barks because I'm not expecting it but like I'm not terrified I'm just like oh what the fuck oh okay oh I get mad (laughs) When Izzo has those fucking shrieking, shrill barks that are just like, it, it's a frustration bark, but like one, it hurts, and two, they scare the shit out of me. I can't, like, it's, I'm sorry. It's just like, it's, it is, it is a reaction. I'm just like, shut the fuck up. I, I get so mad. I get so upset at that little dog. Shut up. I think it's especially hard with little dogs, it's yeah. annoying. <laughs> Plus, some of them can Honestly, be like, evil because like they, a lot of like smaller dogs are kind of bred for ratting and stuff so like they they will go for small things like and some owners don't know how to like control their dogs properly like we have it a lot in the UK here it bothers me to no end because like all the small dogs I'm I'm not a small dog person I'm just gonna say that but (laughs) it bothers me (laughs) yes okay I love Izzo but (laughs) most see look at that face that face is adorable but most small dogs like piss me off to no end because one their owners I found that people with small dogs tend to not train their dogs and so they're yep. little assholes. Yep. Yeah. It's 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 hard 
So Izzo, oh, Izzo, 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 <laughs> um, that little dog has way too much fucking energy, but I do try to train him like a big dog. Like, even though he's, he's small, like it's a, it's like a 14 pound dog. I don't want him jumping on me. I don't want him jumping on my husband. I don't want him vaulting himself off the couch. I don't want him barking at people. The, so the only thing we haven't really been able to make any headway on with Izzo's training, and it's, it is completely and entirely our fault as we are dog owners. We have the thumbs and pay the bills. Um, small children. He does not understand them, and we are not around enough of them to actually condition him that small children are okay. He does not like kids. It is not like a bark. It is like a warning. Like, get the fuck away from me when a small children approaches. He just doesn't get it. It's just like small, but it's human, but it's small. I, it, I don't know exactly what it is that tweaks him about kids. He fucking hates kids. But, like, honestly, same. So. <laughs> it sounds like Izzo has a fat fear or maybe a phobia of small people. <laughs> I, 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 and I don't, I don't know anyone with, like, kids that are, like, old enough to interact with the dog where if he did, like, some nibblins, it wouldn't be a big deal. But everyone, everyone I know has, like, baby babies. And I'm not oh, trying to traumatize yeah. someone's kid with a 13-pound <clears throat> rat. It's, it's it's a cat that I allow to shit outside. It's Izzo is not a dog. Dude, he steals all of Butters' toys. Butters cannot have any toys because he takes all of them. He likes catnip more than she does, I feel like. <laughs> it's really annoying. I bought her little beavers that are perfectly sized for her, and he, like, walks around with it like it's his baby. Are you she sure he's not a cat? I'm no I'm not I raised him as a cat he was raised by a cat like I don't think in his head he knows that he's a dog to be entirely honest with you because who no one's ever it is hard though like with um with like small children and stuff like with our cats we used to babysit um our friends kids and um Tyler like Cassie's really good with kids loves them doesn't scratch them my nephew like fell on her once she was just like chilling until he got off her and she was like fine um but Tyler does not like them and he he will warn them like to get away and stuff but like kids aren't always like you know they just they push boundaries like they do it with everybody that especially their parents I'm sure and obviously like yeah Tyler's scratched um scratched them and we were like I'm so sorry to the like to his mom we're like I'm so sorry like and she was like did he get in their face I was like yeah did the cat warn them I was like yeah then he's gonna learn isn't he and I was like yeah I guess (laughs) like fuck I did the same thing with Izzo and I was like no 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 don't stop him let him learn let him learn the hard way that you – you see, now Butters – Butters, it doesn't matter if she hisses or if she bites him or if she scratches him. He's got some – you know, he's had some scabs over the years that they've been together. He doesn't give a shit. He, like – they're speaking two completely different languages and neither one of them is getting through to the other one. And it's just like – he's like, I just want to play. And she's like, I just want you to get the fuck away from me. And he's like, nah, you should play with me. And then she'll chase him. And he's like, oh, great, we're playing. And she's like, no, I'm going to kill you. And then she doesn't. <laughs> Every day. <laughs> oh. oh. I will say, though, there's people with smaller dogs where they, like, don't, like, the nipping. Like, I'll have, like, people's dogs will, like, 
like jump up at me and I'm like I'm fine with that like I'm, I'm used to that now but like they'll jump up at me and then they'll nip me and I'm like why are you like I know they're not a big dog and it's not like hurting me but I'm like why are you letting this happen like I will say Mira is a little bit mouthy she won't like nip you but she will kind of like mouth your hand kind of <laughs> <laughs> and I hate it. I hate that. She doesn't do it to kids. She only really does it to like adults. So I mean, I don't know. It's one of those things that I've always wanted to stop, but also she's not really put in that situation very often. Mm. So it it's hard. kind of hard to train it it's... out of her. Yeah. I mean, you could encourage it and then and then try to like avoid it right like mark for the behavior so that she does the mouthing and then she knows when it's like not okay like it's something that you need to ask of her i feel like mouthing is a husky she she only really Mm. does it like when someone first comes in it's kind of like a hi type thing oh okay see I, i straight taught izzo how to bite pants um, so if you walk just a little bit too fast, he will bite your pants. He will he will pull a little bit at the bottom of your pants because he's like, you're moving a little bit too quickly. I'm going to stop you. And I am a terrible person, but because it's just my husband and I in this house all the time, I, I, I sick my dog on my husband and I say, bite his pants. Bite his pants. And he will. He'll go over and he'll pull his pants a little bit. Or I taught him how to attack and he'll just bark at Brona like incessantly and Brona's like you're the worst you're literally the worst dog <laughs> <one> ever <laughs> I'll go Izzo oh. attack and then he'll he'll go and he'll just like bark at Mike it's great we've so uh funny. yeah we've uh we've ruined our dog <laughs> I'm sorry for anyone that has to deal with it <laughs> see I'm oh. glad we managed to stop Tyler from biting people's feet because that was that wasn't too much yeah that was I'm that's, like can you painful. like fucking get away from me right now Ugh, it was not the vibe oh yeah i remember what i was gonna say now this kind (laughs) of goes back to like something you were saying earlier but like one of my neighbor's dogs is is a small dog and i swear it always always acts like it's gonna like nip you and bite you and stuff like that it drives me insane i'm like dude get control of your dog please like it's small it's not gonna hurt but like come on i mean if i tell Izzo to stop though he does like i i I threaten him all the time like i will fucking kick you i will kick you do not do not bite my pants i will straight punt you and then he doesn't bite my pants it's great it's 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 a reaction i can't help it (laughs) i have a hundred percent said that to a small dog before so i get it (laughs) my own child you know it's yeah it's it's, i've never actually hurt him honestly he's he hurt himself a lot worse than i could ever hurt him um when we play with him like izzo is not the brightest i feel like he's had a little bit too many bonks on the head I have seen this dog run right into a wall. He has run right into my shins, like an audible thunk. And both Mike and I are like, are you okay? He's run straight into our table legs. Audible thunk. Are you okay? Um, yeah. 
Yeah, he he does parkour off the cat. Parkour? Parkour. We accidentally taught him. So, like, you can push butters over and she makes an audible ma. That's why I call her ma because she doesn't meow. She goes ma. So we, we push her over, right? We do cat tipping. And Izzo saw us do cat tipping. And now he runs full force at the cat, bounces off of her, and runs in the other direction. This is a daily occurrence in the Corona household. Somebody please help me. <laughs> Nobody on Twitter I've been posting your videos. Oh my god. Oh my god. I don't know where we go from here. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't think we're talking about fears anymore. Just parkour. We're talking about Butters' fear of parkour right now. <laughs> I feel so bad. Oh my she, god! That cat never hissed before we got that dog, and it is like a multiple day occurrence now. You just hear, and it's like Izzo, leave the cat alone. <laughs> And you just see him full butt in her face, like turned around looking at her, like, hit it, bite it, do it, go. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my god. Many videos. I need to start dropping these in Discord. Yeah, yeah. wow. That's amazing. <laughs> my eyes are watery. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, jeez. All right, I'm good. I'm all right. I can breathe. How'd you guys fake it this week? (laughs) (laughs) Oh no! (laughs) Oh! Okay, I'm okay. (laughs) I'm trying to think. I don't know how I fixed it. Did I fake it? Maybe. Probably with work. I swear, I think I'm constantly faking it with work now. Oh, yeah. Mm. My uh, my goal is to get myself uh, surrounded by more people that are okay with grinding, you know, a little bit. I got I to get off of the side of TikTok that's just like, quit your job and live in a van. Yeah. Because I can't do this anymore. <laughs> I'm getting the quit your quit your nine to five job and do like like digital stuff and sell it. That's the type of TikTok side I'm on right now. I that's what I want to do as a side hustle. So if you guys have a little bit of time after podcast, I would actually <laughs> like very much a brainstorm session and just start setting some of that up. I gotta we're gonna yes future full send that, that is a phobia. That's a phobia. Being broke. That's a phobia. Oh, yeah. Don't want that anymore. Never. I need multiple streams of income. I need safety net. I need plan B, C, D, E, F, maybe G. (laughs) I do find actually the older I get and the worse the world gets, the more scared I am of like the fact that one single income like from my job is not enough. Like at all. I got a job off. Well, I got a job offer the other day actually for a part time like to add on to my job but I was just like I can't commit to that with streaming uni work and everything else like but digital work maybe maybe yeah 
I don't Save know how the world I definitely scares me with that one. Like I feel money like, and stuff like that. I feel like everyone's faking it right now with just like yeah. not going crazy with the state of the world every five seconds. Every time I think about the state of the world, I just like just get overwhelmed. I'm like, oh God. is that what oh. being an adult is constantly worrying about the state of the world? No, Maybe. okay. I hope I not. Had I had this thought the other day. I'm like, there has to be something better. This cannot is this is this really like what working a job is like? Is everyone this uncomfortable? Is everyone like this yeah. upset or this anxious about like how they're gonna create more value? Like I'm just trying to unlearn the guilt of not working more than fifty five hours a week. I like you know what that feels like to feel guilty for not working more than 55 hours a week? Like, fuck that. That's most of my week. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Yeah, I had to be really tough with myself to start taking my lunch breaks because I was like, I'll just like, because I eat at my desk now because, you know, I don't have time to actually go away from my desk and eat, which is its own fucking problem. So now I'm like, I'll just work while I'm having my lunch. And then sometimes I don't even have a chance to have my lunch. And I was like, this needs to stop. So now I've been taking my switch with me and I'm playing Animal Crossing while I'm having my lunch. That's awesome. And if anyone I interrupts me, I will add time on. Yeah. Well, not I, add, I, like, I, I, will, I would just add on the like five minutes that I was dealing with somebody. <laughs> Good. 100% you should. They're, no, that's such a... Mm. I don't know. It, it's going to take time to change what the world is like. And it's going to be a new generation coming in as the C-level executives. You know, we, we got to get rid of the boomer mentality. It's it's not healthy. I, I'd i like to see some actual science behind. Like, I, I feel like there's value in a lot of things that corporate America has done. But for the vast majority of it, honestly, I'm kind of just like, this. this is stupid. This is pointless and this is just a lot of hoops to jump through just to kind of make you feel like you're doing your job better and it's not actually contributing anything to the world. Gross. I do feel like even though Blaze and I are both Gen Z, but I don't feel like we feel like we're Gen Z. I feel like... I feel like the, the years that we were born is like a weird... It's like a middle Gen Z where like we don't fit at all. Yeah. (laughs) Because actual Gen Z scare me in a good way. Same. I can't wait to see what they do. And I they are gonna boomers are not gonna know what's hit them when when Gen (laughs) Z start going to work and like they're gonna crush it. They're gonna do amazing. And I'm here for it. It's it's the requiring the comfort. Now, like, I, 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 I understand and resonate more and more with those entitled women in the office every day. Now I get it. You're in your, like, mid to late 30s. You've done all of this shit that you needed to do, and you're still sitting in the same fucking position with some dude telling you what to fuck. I get it, ma'am. I get it. I am so sorry that I was young and naive and inexperienced. Get it. We're going to change it. I really would love anyway. to see it change in like <laughs> 10 years time. Same. It'll happen. You gotta make the change for yourself. I've, I was I was Googling, you know, like, there's not really like a non-corporate job that I can think of that I would like to do that would pay around the same amount as what I make now. 
So I need to find ways to embrace and appreciate and reinvigorate my passion for what I do now and surround myself with people that are after the same things so that I can create my own little echo chamber of delusion and be happy working my life away. I just did the math. I literally work half of my free time that I am not sleeping each week. Half. Exactly half goes to work. That's a lot. Fuck that. That's a lot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, Fuck that. You, you've got 168 hours in a week. 56 of those, if you get a full night's rest, is 8 hours a night. That leaves you 112 hours. Divided in half is 56, and I stop at 55 hours a week. That's it. I refuse to work any more than 55 hours a week right now. Because I, I can't. I can't juggle streaming and maintaining my home and work. And if I want to do like second stream income, because that makes me happy, like I can't, that's insane. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I would love to just finish work on time. <laughs> just like one time finish at five and be like out the door at five. That would be lovely. As it should be. Yeah. This is a good conversation. We talked a lot about dogs, but. Okay. I mean, dogs are cool, though. Like, I mean, dogs are some great. of the dogs we talked about weren't cool, but like some of them were. I stressed something laughing so hard, so that was great. <laughs> <laughs> we like, had wow. fun. <laughs> I'm a little bit skinnier because of this. Thank you, ladies. Some <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <Some good> workouts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh uh, well I guess thank you guys so much for listening in we hope you <laughs> found some value or got a good laugh out of us <laughs> <laughs> join us on discord to access resources mentioned in each episode and to find your people follow us on social media to tune in to our next live episode which is bow, 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 bow. Sorry, I had to. I had to. I had to. Which is October 16th. We will be celebrating our one year Woo! doing the podcast. I know. Super exciting. Can you believe that shit? It's been a I know. year. I, I literally it's can't. Like, it doesn't feel like a year. <laughs> exactly. And we have another live this month on October 30th. We will be chatting about paranormal stuff. Ooh. I want to bring some scar stories. I'm I can't wait. I'm so freaking excited for the, both of them, but also like scary stories. <laughs> yes. <Okay. laughs> Have a good week, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.